0: and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another solo episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. Today is Halloween, and I figured what a better topic to cover on Halloween than the topic of ghosting. Not only is it on theme, but it's also, I think it's actually a thing that more and more commonly people are afraid of, Is this idea of getting ghosted? It has become a lot more prevalent, I would say. And I think different experts would argue as to why ghosting has gotten so prevalent. I think people have said that it's because of, quote unquote, so many options out there. So if, you know, something isn't working out, it's easy to just cut ties and run and find someone else or whatever that is. I also think there, it's probably become more common because people aren't as willing to have quote unquote uncomfortable or difficult conversations with people anymore. It's gotten so easy to just send texts or, you know, even coming down to like ordering your food online. There's just so so much less face-to-face kind of interaction that i think it causes people to be repelled by the idea of having a difficult conversation with someone else. So I do really think ghosting is on the rise. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about what my definition of ghosting is. We're going to talk about the added element of if your breakup involved ghosting, that obviously adds a different element to what you're going through. And then we're also going to talk about how to navigate when you do start dating again. I think it's important to have a couple just tools in your toolbox that will allow you to not have to ghost people in the future. I do really believe in the idea that you attract what you promote. You're going to get back what you put out. So I think learning to have more difficult conversations with people, and it doesn't even have to be people you're dating, but just with people in general is going to put you in less positions where you're at the, the risk of being ghosted. So before I get started, I do want to make sure I put a disclaimer out here that as I'm talking about ghosting, this is going to exclude people who are in or who were or are currently in abusive relationships where the only option is to just completely ghost, cut ties, and move on. If ghosting is happening because of a safety issue, that's not what I'm talking about here. I really do think that there are people who realize they're dating someone dangerous, they get really controlling, and maybe you've tried in the past to break up with them and they just argue their way out of it. It's just not a safe situation. I do think there are instances where ghosting is valid and it's it's not even really ghosting. It's it's really just exiting while maintaining your safety. So that's not what I'm talking about As as I walk through this topic of ghosting. My definition of ghosting is when the person that you're with doesn't mention anything about a breakup, doesn't say anything's wrong. Just one day, you just completely stop hearing from them. And this could happen, I guess, more general or more subtly over time where maybe you go out with someone and you don't set a next date and then they're texting you a little bit and then it gets less and less frequent and then just stops completely. There's also instances of ghosting in very long-term relationships. I coached someone who was with someone for three years and they just completely poof, gone out of nowhere. Didn't say anything why they just basically packed up their things and left. So ghosting is when the breakup, and I say breakup because sometimes you don't even really know if it's a breakup because there was never a conversation of it, but the ending of the relationship had absolutely zero indication or conversation around it. Because sometimes when I talk about no contact, people will accuse me of (laughs) encouraging ghosting with people. And they say like, what's the difference between just going no contact suddenly? And ghosting is the end of a relationship. No contact is for after a relationship is over, That it's a tool to help you heal. But you're not Ending the relationship by just going no contact. There was already an ending to it. So that's the difference between ghosting and no contact. And I don't necessarily think you have to have a conversation with an ex to tell them that you're going no contact. I think it's more up to you. If you feel like it would be an easier transition for you, I think it's okay to have a just not even have a conversation about it, but just let the other person know. But you can also do it without letting the other person know. And that's still not in my opinion, considered getting ghosted. So when it comes to dealing with the fallout of getting ghosted, and I will say this applies to like a quick dating situation and a long-term relationship, it's just shocking in the fact that you felt like things were going well. It's obviously magnified if it was a long-term relationship, but I you guys know that I do always try to encourage you to not invalidate your experience, whether you dated someone for a month or five years, but there are going to be things that are more elevated and magnified the longer that you were with someone. But the shock that comes with getting ghosted, I think is a lot more significant than a normal kind of run of the mill breakup because There was absolutely zero indication that anything was happening or anything was wrong. And then all of a sudden you just stop hearing from this person entirely. It's very shocking. And it's truly like having the rug ripped out from underneath you. And then you find yourself trying to grasp at anything you can get a hold of just because it is so disorienting and shocking. So you're trying to figure out, okay... First, you're probably going to run through were they in an accident? Are they in the hospital? You're probably talking to your friends, and your friends are giving you other logical explanations. And you're trying to work through all these possible scenarios. And then you get to the place of realizing, okay, they are alive and well, but they just didn't want to be with me to the point that they just took off in that way, or they just stopped talking to me. And then you will go through. I'm sure, a point of reaching out to them and saying, what happened? Hello? You couldn't have a conversation with me. I mean, this isn't the same as ghosting, but I know some people are broken up out of serious relationships through a text or through an email. And you have every right to be upset about it, I would say. You have every right to be mad. You have every right to, especially as you're sorting through what's going on, Obviously, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of reaching out to exes, but when you don't even know what happened and you don't even know if you are an ex or if you have an ex, I think, yes, it's normal to be kind of frantically reaching out to the person and trying to put together what happened. And I'm sure there's some of like, are you alive? Are you okay? So there's going to be that element too. Whereas in some breakups, we kind of just go right to like the sadness piece of it. This one, it's going to probably take some time for the sadness to kick in because you're really just trying to figure out what the heck just happened to your life, what the heck just happened to your relationship. You thought everything was fine. And I don't do a lot of individual situation breakup. Advice, I would say, because of the fact that I do really think all breakups come down to the same feelings, but I do believe the shock and the extra lack of closure that comes from being ghosted does weigh extra heavy. And But I will say my advice is going to end up being the same thing of you can create your own closure in this scenario. You don't actually need someone looking at you and telling you why they're ending the relationship. Yes, would it be nice? Of course, but it's not something that's that's necessary. I see a lot of people get ghosted and and they feel like they can't move on to the next level or the next phase until they solve the mystery of of what happened, which is going to be nearly impossible because you don't actually have the person to work with. Not only can you not get inside their brain, which you can't do for anyone, but you also have zero communication with them because they just cut you off completely. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is so important to share your thoughts and feelings while going through a breakup, especially if it's something you're feeling any guilt or shame around. I know whenever I'm struggling with a certain thought or situation and I keep it to myself, it gets heavier and heavier and feels harder and harder to manage. I truly believe we are as sick as our secrets. Therapy has always been a safe space for me to have a judgment-free zone to get things off my chest. Whether it's something from my past, a current struggle, or something I'm anxious about in the future, I always feel lighter when I'm able to share something that feels If you are a listener of this podcast, you know I warn about how your phone can either be a great tool or a huge obstacle when it comes to getting over your breakup. Instead of spending time on your phone trying to figure out what your ex is up to, why not spend some time engaging in a super fun mystery game that will help take your mind off your breakup? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I am such a big mystery and puzzle fan, so this game has been so fun for me to get into. When I'm looking for a little escape from reality during the day or a way to relax that doesn't involve social media, it's been so fun to use my brain in a new way by diving into June's captivating quest and engaging my sense of observation to find the hidden clues. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. The last time I went through a breakup, I know my mom was someone I was really able to lean on and get support from. She has always been a rock for me through heartbreak and everything in between. And with Mother's Day right around the corner, I wanted to share an idea of something super special that you can gift to your mom mylifeinabook.com is a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Every week, they will email your mom a question and she can either type out an answer or record one. And at the end, mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book And they can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. I gifted my mom this, and it means so much to me that I can not only learn so many of her stories, but also preserve them for my kids and future generations. My mom has already talked about how fun it's been for her to reflect on her past and think about things that she hasn't in so long. It even prompted her to dig up some old photos from when she was in the newspaper for being the only female mail carrier in Detroit in the 60s. So cool. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code heartbreak at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code heartbreak for 10% off today. So you're not going to be able to solve this mystery as to what happened. And as nice as it is to – have closure and know exactly what happened. Again, you don't need it. It's okay to allow yourself to go through that shock in the beginning. And it's okay if the sadness doesn't hit you for a little bit, you know, it might take a little longer for, for it to really hit you. That's all I'd say par for the course when it comes to being ghosted out of a relationship. But the one thing that I know everyone will do, but I'm going to make the argument to not go down that path is I think there's an added element of from ghosting, at least in my experience of feeling unworthy and feeling like, okay, if they could really just cut ties and, and walk away. There's no way they cared about me. There's no way that that I meant anything to them because how could you possibly do that to someone that meant anything to you? So I think there's this innate feeling of I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I obviously didn't make an impact. And if if you're really hurting over this person, is really devastating to feel like there was a complete mismatch of feelings with that. And It's not even so much taking it personally, which, yes, we do take that stuff personally. It's really just feeling like a lack of reciprocity within the relationship. And also this mistrust of self. We all tried, obviously, to pick people to date and be in relationships with who are trustworthy and who are as they seemed you know it's all of our nightmares that we wake up one day and find out that our partner is a criminal or whatever the things we see in movies so it is scary to go through that and realize wow i never thought that they would do that to me and this comes with cheating and other kind of big events that, that caused the breakups. But how could I choose someone to be in my life that I clearly didn't know to the point where they just disappeared out of nowhere? So I think there's also going to be a mistrust of self and also feeling mistrusting moving forward with dating of how do I know you're not just going to stop texting me or stop calling me one day? How do I know I'm not going to go through that same thing over again. And then we tend to approach dating from this place of insecurity, which we don't need to, that causes stress on us. And subconsciously probably causes stress on the person that we're dating because maybe they can feel that anxiety. So it, it can leave some lasting impressions on you when you have had that kind of experience before. But regardless of the things that you're feeling, I can tell you that those thoughts of, I clearly didn't mean anything to them. I'm not worthy of having someone to even give me a courtesy call to let me know that they don't want to see me anymore. That in my opinion is so not true. And my conclusion and interpretation that I have gotten from hearing so many stories of of people going through these situations is typically we will see it's comes with a big history of emotional unavailability and if we trace it back we can see that there was elements of that throughout the relationship because bottom line someone who is going to ghost someone out of a relationship is very cowardly They do not have a high emotional maturity. They do not have high emotional intelligence. They do not have a high emotional capacity. And they thought, you know, thinking about... It doesn't make someone a bad person to want to end a relationship. That's not what makes someone, quote unquote, a bad person. But when it comes to thinking about, okay, I don't want to be with this person anymore and then they start thinking about, okay, what's that going to entail? That means I'm going to have to make them sad. They're probably going to cry. They might get mad at me. They might argue back with me. I don't even know how to put those things into words. And it's not that you didn't mean anything to them. It's that they did not feel like they could have that conversation with you. And so they just decided... I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to run away, basically. They're running away. And that's why I think it's very cowardly in that way. And the thing that I like to remind people of is when someone ghosts in a relationship setting, it's actually like a good sign that they're showing that this is part of who they are. Now, I will say, obviously, when it comes to getting ghosted in a multi-year relationship, invested years into this. So I will say like, The seeing who they are early on doesn't apply to you, but this is a person showing you who they are, what their capability is, what their capacity is for emotion. And the longer you're in a relationship with someone, as someone who's been in a very long term relationship, as life gets more complicated, as you move in together, as bills start coming in, as you get married, as you have to talk about finances... And then, if you have kids, oh my gosh, you have to talk about parenting styles. You have to talk about how to balance a marriage with children involved. There's just, it's not like once you're married or once you're in this quote unquote, like guaranteed secure relationship, it does not mean that all of those tough conversations go away. They only get bigger, they only get more complex. So, if someone is basically telling you that, in the beginnings of a relationship, I can't even have a difficult conversation with you to end the relationship. That is not someone that's going to have the capacity 10 years down the road to have a hard conversation about finances, about children, about your marriage, about where you guys are going to live together. That's someone who basically says, I don't have the willingness to try something new and to put myself out of my comfort zone. It's either willingness or I don't have the capacity to do it, or both. I don't have the skills to do it and I'm not willing to to learn or try anything new or ask for anyone for help. So to me, that is what ghosting indicates, is that I'm not able to provide a very, very significant part of what's needed in a long-term relationship. So they're showing that. The way that they show that is a wrecking ball and it takes out a lot of people in the process. And it's unfortunate to be on the receiving end of that. So I'm not trying to take that away. But what I am showing you is that it's not that you just lost the most incredible person you've ever had the chance to be with. You, someone you lost, quote unquote lost. It's not, I don't think it's a loss. I think it's someone removing themselves from your life that isn't going to be the right fit for you anyway. So I don't say that to like invalidate or try to toxic positivity away out of of the pain that you're experiencing right now. I'm just saying that is this is something that you will be able to recognize at some point. And I can see it very clearly having talked to so many people who have been through that. So when someone says like, what does it mean if I was ghosted? That's what it means. It doesn't mean that you didn't make an impression or that you weren't good enough or that they didn't care about you. It's it solely means that they had a very cowardly approach to communication. And it's a small symptom of what a life with them would have looked like. And then lastly, what I wanted to talk about is, speaking of having a fear moving forward that there could be ghosting in the future, I truly think that, and I talk about this in my Moving On After Heartbreak course, but you attract what you promote if you want to really get clear about the kind of person you want to bring into your life, you do have to make sure that it's something that you also have as well. So if we're talking about wanting someone who has the capacity to have difficult conversations, it's very important that you also have that capacity. And dating is a really good laboratory to practice these kinds of skills. So if you are dating someone, and let's say you only go on two dates, but you're just not feeling it, instead of ghosting them, at least send a text and say, hey, thank you for the last two dates. I just wanted to let you know that I'm not feeling this. And I wanted to let you know that. And I wish you the best of luck, and maybe I'll see you around. I think that's so much better than... And that's what you're putting out into the universe. So the more that you're putting out into the universe of I'm willing to have these conversations. Even this morning, and I've mentioned it before, but five of my friends, we've had this gratitude group text going since for three and a half years at this point, since the beginning of COVID. And one of the girls in it this morning said, Hey. I'm grateful for the fact that I was meeting with a therapist and 15 minutes in, I realized it was not going to be a good fit at all. And I let her know that and I signed off the call early. Doing things like that instead of just logging off, not saying anything, the more you can practice hard conversations, whether it's with your doctor, your friend, your siblings, your family, someone that you're dating, I believe the more likely it is that you're going to attract someone that can equally have that kind of conversation with you and avoid being ghosted. And this is not to say that anyone that has been ghosted, that it's your fault. I'm just saying this is an added skill and an added insurance policy that I think you can add in to try to not have that happening again in the future. So getting ghosted sucks. Ghosting sucks. It's a very unfortunate part of the current culture that we're in. But it doesn't mean anything bad about you. It's okay to go through all of the waves of pain in the morning and all of the things that will come with going through a breakup with the added element of of being ghosted. But just know that it means that someone was removed from your life that was not going to be a good fit. So happy Halloween. Don't text your ex tonight. And I'll see you guys back here next week. Through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.